Welcome to the Block Exploring Podcast, your first step into the world of crypto and blockchain. The Block Exploring Podcast is your one-stop place to find quick, clear, and unbiased information on everything in the crypto space. Our goal is to help you grow familiar with the crypto space by growing along with us as we go on our crypto journeys. Follow at Block Exploring on Twitter for our newest uploads and our publishing schedule. We, here at Block Exploring, are crypto enthusiasts working hard towards becoming experts. Today's podcast is presented by co-hosts Tommy and Elias. Find us on Twitter under at Squared and at Otoko Crypto. Right now you can find us on Spotify and YouTube. Before we start the episode, we would like to inform you that we are not financial advisors. Therefore, nothing said in this podcast should be considered financial advice. Always contact your financial advisor before making any investment. With that said, sit back and enjoy today's podcast. Hey, Block Explorers. Welcome to the Block Exploring podcast. I'm here, Tommy, with Alias. And uh, very excited for, you know, second episode of the News Bytes episodes. And it's been a pretty exciting, uh, you know, week in crypto and blockchain space. So first things off. Let's start off with Coinbase, like just to continue on from last episode, I suppose. Uh, Coinbase had its direct listing on the NASDAQ uh, on last Wednesday, and the listing was pretty crazy. I mean, they reached a market cap of $86 billion, and uh, yeah, the stock was really going up, and uh, now it's going down a bit. It's sort of stabilized at a $300-ish level. I think it's pretty exciting for the the crypto space and you know we'll just have to see where it goes because it's really the first of its kind right first crypto listing that's true that's true and I think I think right now it's yeah it's stabilized out at like three hundred dollars right I, f- I think that's a fair price yeah three hundred thirty six I mean it was as high as like four hundred twenty five I think dollars yeah. I saw well you know I, I guess like you know, those employees who've been working there for 10 years, they're going to want to, you know, take some profits. I mean, after working on a project for 10 years, I think I would also want to liquidate some of my efforts, you know, see some of those tangible returns. Yeah, I think so. Usually they have some sort of clause that prevents them from doing that immediately. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I, I would definitely want to do that as well if I'd been working on on an exchange, especially for that long i can't imagine what it must be like no yeah that's pretty insane no i mean insane uh, like the there have been people who've been working on projects for way longer to see them like come to fruition but 10 years still substantial amount of time i'd say no definitely i uh i was on twitter and I, i think i saw the founder of a decentralized exchange uh tweet and she said well this is just the the week of the blue coin that right. was like her. I th- I thought that was a nice way to to summarize it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel it was everywhere. Yeah, it was very very high uh, direct listing, but I deserve it, deservedly like so. You know, they they deserve the the hype, and this is gonna kick off. You know, I think one of those, uh, you know, like the dot com boom, where all these companies are suddenly gonna start list trying to list themselves publicly, and you know, like exchanges like Kraken I don't know who else I can't say right now but I think we're going to see a lot more of those yeah and you could see like the positive effect it had on the 
on the prices in mm -hmm. like the individual crypto prices like everything i think was up the entire board was green yeah and uh yeah overall just a, a booming week i think uh mm -hmm. also there, with... there was uh an increase in 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 prices larger than like half the month of march i believe that was like just in this month yeah and we're not even at month, the end yeah. like you know we still got a substantial amount of april to go but we've already been seeing like just crazy things like the doge pump um Oof. do you want to do you want to start talking about that the doge pump let's talk yeah i um i gotta be honest with you i don't really know why the mm -hmm. doge pump happened i just know that w there was a merchant and he started accepting doge as a sort of currency mm -hmm. and additionally there was just this big leap from that six cent to five cent you know balance that doge was mm -hmm. uh, sticking by right and it just spiked to 25 cents this is all in euro by the way and then like this afternoon it just pumped up to 34 cents 35 cents and uh now it's stabilizing again i think at 32 cents and yeah overall a crazy time for a token with <laughs> that little utility but like basically being a meme token going up 500 percent 500 yeah 500% in seven days. Yeah, that's pretty insane. I feel like it doubled its value in 24 hours. You know, yeah. Going up to as high as like just under 40 cents, which is pretty mad. It reached, it became the eighth largest crypto by market cap, flipping a lot of other cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, just skyrocketed past those. That's true. But Even at 3 p.m., yeah it was the fifth at 3 p.m it was the fifth the really? fifth i was like why is this <laughs> I, I, I was like why i didn't know why per se but that gave me the sentiment that it was for me time to to sell that token mm -hmm. number five for a meme token felt like overvalued um in my personal opinion but at the same time you know let the people have their fun yeah i feel yeah i feel like there's a dogecoin uh hype team out there you know a billionaires dogecoin hype team who just like oh, yeah. are very ironic about it but they just want to see doge become the number one currency in crypto or something like mark cuban yeah. pumps doge like always shouting out doge elon also sh shouts out doge on the daily almost yeah i saw a video think, uh, where he was talking about like you know it's pretty ironic that this is a meme coin but it would be great if it like you know became the currency within cryptocurrency so i think that's what he's about but who knows who knows yeah I, I agree but i think one of the things that is like overlooked in doge mm -hmm. is is not like the token utility or whatever doge has no real utility but it does have one very valuable asset to its name i think and that is its supporters base and mm -hmm. how easy it's marketable over the internet it's one of those entrance level currencies that people just understand like oh it's basically the same thing as as a, a dollar is just fiduciary mm -hmm. you know it's just not regulated and all the the good jazz but it has that big following of people who are constantly tweeting about it. I feel I refreshed the latest feed on Ticker Doge on Twitter today. And in one refresh, there were 40 new tweets. 
-hmm. And that's that's something most tokens don't have behind their name, which I think gives Doge a lot of value, not per se for justifies, justified cause, but just mm -hmm. in general. And that's why I feel like you get these pumps and dumps, because for weeks it can be just silent about Doge or just a few memes. Mm -hmm. And then in like one day something happens, one threshold gets crossed and it's insane and Boom. it just moons for a day. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. They have such an active subreddit as well. Like their hodl memes there are, are very strong. Yeah. So, but one of the drawbacks of Doge is right now people like to say that it's not very decentralized because I feel like there's like five people who hold 50% of Doge yeah. in circulation, which Elon has called for them to actually dump, welcomes their dump in order to, you know, increase the decentralized aspect of Doge. But yeah. Well, we can't say we can't say that would happen. Might happen. What could happen? But no. maybe he does that have that could, power. <laughs> that could know. totally crash the price of Doge. In let's say all five decide to dump it in one go, that would be there would be so much liquidity for an an infinite supply token. I feel right. It's mm -hmm. an infinite supply. Token. I believe so. But... To be dumped on that mm -hmm. big, that massively. That that's. I don't think you can. Uh, you wouldn't want to be on the receiving end. No, I don't think you know so either. But, no. you know, if you could buy that dip, that would be pretty juicy. <laughs> that would be pretty juicy. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that was that was a nice pump story, you know, for the week. It's, it's dipped a bit, but another uh, in like more negative news, I suppose, for the crypto blockchain space is uh, Turkey's ban of crypto payments. This happened, uh, yeah. I think, I believe yesterday or earlier today. So they banned direct and indirect payments through the use of cryptocurrencies, which, yeah, some some outlets have said caused a 2% dip in uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, how you feel about that, Elias? I, yeah, I mean, maybe it was caused by it, but I wouldn't call a 2% decrease in Bitcoin price uh, a dip, to be honest. Yeah. Um, like, sure not not great but mm -hmm. it worse has happened for no apparent reason at all i feel like, like a two percent happens in like during trading activity like i was explaining earlier you know yeah but yeah you know the country central bank basically published this in a notice earlier and uh yeah because like uh the turkish lira has been inflating an uh, incredible amount, which has led to a lot of Turkish people gravitating towards cryptocurrencies and particularly Bitcoin, I believe. So I think this is just you know, Turkey cracking down on that and following in uh, other countries suit like India and trying to ban uh, cryptocurrencies. But this is ultimately just very bad for the Turkish people, essentially not being able to choose what what currencies they're able to pay for goods and services in you know, essentially yeah. the government saying you're too stupid to choose yeah I, I couldn't i couldn't agree more and uh yeah when i was looking at the effects this would have on bitcoin mm -hmm. i was like okay sure it, it had that two percent dip today or over the past two days but when you look at more payment oriented tokens like bitcoin cash you saw a bigger dip you right. saw something like four percent 
it went from 740, 750 euros down to 710, 720. And I think that's where the real harm is done, is by banning these kind of fast payment, kind of merchant tokens, right. um, especially linked to Bitcoin and crypto. Something like Bitcoin Cash is the one taking the actual damage from this rather mm. than per se a Bitcoin. Bitcoin is just a better known version that I feel like gets more clicks that they right. talk about. But I think the focus should be on those tokens because that they are the ones whose utility actively gets impeded. Right. I mean, even if they're not being used actively by Turkish citizens, just the the negative news of uh, not being able to use payments actually affects you know payment focused uh, tokens. Yeah. But this this will definitely like we discussed last week with India's ban. Like people can definitely circumvent this. To, I mean, no advice. Don't don't get jailed because something you heard on our podcast, but. <laughs> you can you can definitely circumvent this somehow but um yeah it's just That's a s- sad 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 news coming out of turkey for cryptocurrencies because yeah. citizens are gonna miss out i mean there's so much fun happening on this in this space you know so much gain so much opportunity also a lot of loss you know if you're taking l's but you know at least the ability to participate is like you know so essential yeah, that definitely. And that's what we talked about last last week. Mm-hmm. You can't ban crypto. It, it will still Facts. continue. It just you can just make it more difficult. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think that's what's going on. But you know, a lot of bans going on. But I don't think we should fear too much. You can also see that the market is kind of getting insensitive mm-hmm. to these kinds of bans. Or maybe it's just this insane of a bull run. Maybe yeah. we are in the mania. <laughs> that we just don't care anymore about any bans like the whole world could ban bitcoin and no one would care anymore just continue buying it <laughs> you know probably but... <laughs> i mean <laughs> we'd see a big dip for sure i mean if a lot like a huge i mean you know india is a huge country turkey is also not too small itself but yeah i guess if a collective of countries started banning crypto we might see some massive dips yeah but that's what we don't want there's just the principles of crypto and blockchain you know i feel are just what's gonna make them last you know despite all this uh, all these cancellations of the space from uh, from countries like people will learn to you know will learn or there's through these actions you know they start to adopt these blockchain principles of decentralized you know uh, peer-to-peer systems, for example, because they then, I mean, start to understand the ineffect the ineffectiveness of centralized institutions. That's uh, true. I mean, in many in many regards, like banks, damn, like banks be clunky. You know, you know, stock exchanges, like, come on, like when a stock exchange can just, you know, halt your trading, tell you how to use your money, essentially, like people. You know, people don't care until they have to, when it's too late to care. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, it's, you know, they only start caring when, yeah, they can't take out their money or they aren't able to buy the stock because Robinhood said no or, yeah. you know, halted trading. But that's like, that's too late. Your money is like stuck. So it's like people will learn like, you know, slowly that full custody of your, uh, 
of your assets is such a valuable thing. Hence why I recently got a hard wallet. Very happy to finally, you know, become my own bank. Congrats. Thanks. Welcome to the team. (laughs) (laughs) A bit late, but you know, I'm here. I've arrived. We're still early, man. We're still early. Exactly. uh, And that's what... I saw a tweet about that. What, that that we're early? We're early. It was a guy saying, uh, you know, my wife, she uh, asked me, if Bitcoin was uh, still being used to launder drug money, and I said, no. <laughs> and then he said, fellas, top not in yet. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't, <laughs> I laughed at we're, that. We're man. early. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt the same. I feel uh, like there's a balance. I mean, like, there's just two ends of the spectrum, right? Where there are those, where it does feel like it's, uh, it's really, we're so early in this space, but we're also on the verge of mass adoption. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, then you start realizing how many people there actually are in this world and like how many people can actually fit on both sides of the spectrum of the spectrum you know yeah pretty bizarre i was in a i was in this seminar a while back and uh it was a legal seminar and it was about uh, blockchain crypto and bitcoin that was the title of the seminar and one of the first questions that was asked was, isn't Bitcoin just a drug transaction platform? And I was kind of shocked because I figured that people were like that the awareness was higher. But mm-hmm. I guess that's the danger of being in your own kind of crypto bubble. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to watch true. out with that. That's true. Yeah, you can definitely get stuck. And that's also like a might be a really negative thing for people who are actively in the space and like are, are really drinking the Kool-Aid. And they don't, and they just don't check themselves, because I mean everything happens in cycles. Like crypto has its cycle, stocks have their cycle, the housing market has its cycle. So if you don't check yourself, like you're gonna get burned. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of a what's the term? It's not hopium. Is it hopium? Yeah, like a lot of hopium people are smoking right now. But like you know, you don't want the hopium like at the top, right? You basically no. want the hopium when you're in the bear market and yeah, you want to hope for this to go up. But like when you're having hopium at the top, you don't realize it and then you, it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's greed, of course, you know, like what if I can, mm-hmm. uh, I've, uh, you, you doubled. What, what if you can quadruple, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the problem, right? People always like want more and it's just like really hard to, to know those limitations until you get burned you gotta learn yeah yeah and for the for the crypto space to actually develop to you know the level that people want we need a whole lot more innovation and i think uh you know of course the the money that's being pumped into it that's that's good but i think we're just getting started you know like things like cross chain aren't even that big of a Mm -hmm. big of a thing yet yeah it's literally just starting like you know these dApps are slowly starting to you know make these chains uh you know secondary chains in order to you know access different blockchains it's only just beginning in DeFi, exact for example yeah that, that's what cross chain is mm-hmm. just uh just a recap indeed the linking between different blockchains in order to perform transactions and exchange information Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a significant step that should and I think will be made soon. It's called Blockchain 3.0, I think. Mm-hmm. It was okay. what uh, Cosmos termed it that in their white paper, I think. 
I think another way people say is a increased interoperability. Interoperability. There we go. Yeah. Nailed it. I think it's a nice word. Yeah. Definitely something that should be said though is that the market giveth and it taketh. So be careful, block explorers. Don't don't get wrecked. Don't get wrecked out there. You know, listen listen to our podcast and you'll be straight. (laughs) You know. (laughs) This is your first step to not getting wrecked. Not financial advice. Oh also, yeah, disclaimer, big disclaimer. All right, so yeah, we're going to talk about this UK hedge fund who's reportedly going to invest 84 million in crypto. Yeah, the fo- this, yeah, this firm, uh, One River Digital Asset Management, is going to start, you know, jumping into crypto, you know, balls deep with 84 million dollars, which is pretty insane. You know that these hedge funds are. You know, coming around and they're going to put some serious money in the space, which I think is going to maybe prolong this bull, you know, cycle, maybe just just maybe. I mean, I hope so. I mean, I, I only think it can do good things for the space. Ideally, you know, this money, the money and crypto is really all in the hands of, uh, you know, individuals and not necessarily tied up with purely investors. But if yeah. crypto and blockchain is really going to take that leap into the mainstream, it's going to have to be adopted by everyone, individuals, institutions, governments. And I feel like, you know, the individuals are getting there and slowly yeah. institutions and governments are coming around. Some of them, obviously not Turkey, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> some governments like, you know, local governments like, you know, in Miami yeah. being soon to be able to pay taxes in uh in bitcoin that'd be yeah that'd be cool but um it's true yeah so there's this one uk hedge fund but many more and a lot of companies are also in buying up bitcoin and you know stashing their treasury up with some crypto yeah i i even heard about grayscale buying up uh the entire february supply i think it was uh grayscale maybe it was uh blackrock Mm-hmm. They they bought up the entire February mine supply of Litecoin. Wow. And that is just such a casual investment to make for them. <laughs> I know. Literally pennies for them to just exactly. like drop on these tokens. You know, and it's they're gonna gain, you know, they're gonna gain massively, I think, from the space, obviously for these investments. Like like Tesla's investments in Bitcoin has already made it like is it the the biggest company or I, not the I biggest know, not I, not the biggest company but it's i i know it's it's definitely made them a lot of money and it's made elon musk the richest man in the world yeah so and it, and it made tesla more money than actual car sales over the past year damn so just their investment made that their biggest profit i guess <laughs> see if that if that if that doesn't you know make you bullish on the crypto space i don't know what will you know it def- it turned this man into the richest man in the world and the company that makes cars is making more off bitcoin than it is on cars you know yeah. block explorers you better be taking notes you're in the right space you're in the right place for for gains and for new opportunities and i think there's a lot to be said about you know there being more to the crypto and blockchain space than just gains like there's 
opportunities to really work and you know build out this technology that's going to impact that can impact so many aspects of people's lives and just the many use cases of blockchain and crypto are are vast are just vast yeah. i mean just in DeFi, we see so many experiments financial experiments going on and that's just in finance but you know we me and alias of course we've we've both talked about like you know the different use cases and how amazing crypto blockchain is you know and that's why we we are super bullish on the space right and we want we want to actively work in the space and grow our knowledge and you know become experts in some in some right you know hopefully build a project someday yeah someday yeah but um yeah that's so if you're i, I know like ivan on tech he he always talks about how this is like being in the in inter getting into internet in the 90s you know and um it's always like more profit it's more beneficial for you to to start building something in this space this emerging space rather than to be an investor right because he's, he's he's he likes to talk about how you know if you invested in the dot in dot during the dot-com boom you know you probably might have made some money you, a lot of people lost a lot of money but you know people who are in the space and like building projects building companies whether your comp like company succeeded at first or not like that's one thing you might but the knowledge that you acquired just actively working in the space like is definitely served you will probably have served you well later on in life you know yeah and i think same applies for blockchain and crypto space that's why i mean i would definitely encourage you to start learning about blockchain on a, on a much deeper level like there are loads of courses now on that like where you can you know start learning and jump in and like you know try get a job in the space that and some places pay super well <laughs> that's true um, that's true I, I watched the gemini applications uh page mm -hmm. and uh that's the what's the last name again winkelvoss twins winkelvoss. the winkelvoss yeah. twins yeah that's their uh, startup and man they they seem to have their uh their finances in order yeah they're <laughs> they're they're big exchange now yeah and, you know they have they have a lot of things going on for them but just like these DAOs and these all these DeFi apps, like they have huge treasuries to be able to actually hire people and pay them well for their services, you know. And yeah, you you might be afraid like of working in a space during the the bear market and you know what's that gonna be like. But you know, building out emerging technologies is a grind, I imagine. I believe, yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't talk about uh, from firsthand experience, you know, I haven't actively worked in the crypto blockchain space through a bear market, but, you know, I feel like to reap the rewards of a bull market, you're going to reap yeah. the most if you're sticking through it through a bear market. And if you're building and hustling through a bear market, bull market's going to be immense you know now we're, yeah. we're in the midst of a bull market but the people who've gained the most are those people who've been hodling since it crashed you know yeah. in, uh, in 2017 those are also the people with the least risk right now i think exactly you know? all these people you know who are who've just invested and are stressing because they're looking at the chart all the time if you're there you know if you bought major dips during the bear market you're chilling. You're like, you've yeah. made gains. 
you've probably bought a new house, a new Lambo, <laughs> new, a lot of things, right? Like, uh, so it's just, I feel like there's a benefit to be, there's this analogy of being a tourist and uh, a local, I guess. is it resident? Yeah. A resident, let's say. Yeah, right. So you got to ask yourself whether you just want to be in the, sh- the space for a short period of time in and out, you know, like a tourist, you know. Or do you want to be a resident who's sticking it out through good and bad times? And, you know, history shows that, you know, being a resident in the crypto space is highly beneficial, highly profitable, you know. Hence why me and Elias are going to be residents. We are, you know, setting up our tent in the crypto blockchain space and figuring it out, you know. Exactly. And uh, hopefully push through that bear market. Yeah, Once yeah. Bear market's going to be pain, but, uh, you know, we just got to, I feel like I've become a bit desensitized to a lot of things in the, in the past year through Corona times and all that, you know? So, I mean, yeah. now in the stock market, 20% dips are just, you know, your every day. Okay. You can like 20% dip is like, guys, no, who's stressing over 20% anymore? (laughs) Whilst, you know, like a year ago or two years ago, 20% would have like warranted, you know, a real deep reevaluation of your investment strategy, quite frankly. (laughs) But now this is just so casual. I mean, yeah, whether that's good or bad, you know, you just gotta, you know, I mean, deal with it. Exactly. Have those, uh, what do they call it? Have those diamond hands. Diamond Hold hands. on to those projects. Yes, diamond hands. Not, of course, blindly. Mm-hmm. But if you feel like a project has, uh, again, not financial advice. Yeah. If you feel like, like a project does have potential within this bull cycle, within reason, stick with it. Yeah, do your research like... and stick to your conviction. I think best, yeah. that's the best policy because people will always say whatever you know, on either side of what your position is good or bad, you know, but it really doesn't matter as long as you stick to what you believe in. Cause who, no one knows, no one can predict anything. I mean, quite frankly, you can do as much technical analysis as you want, but like, you know, some news can come out and it's just, you know, changes. It's like, Oh, well, okay. That's just how it is. Right. Like we're all speculators. We're all in this, you know, volatile market. Yeah. It's not a laboratory, you know, there's so much exactly. external influence. You got to watch out with that. I know, but be careful, people don't don't be taking risks you can't take like I, I not fine. I know. I don't know what is even reasonable <laughs> financial, but I nothing is financial advice. But you know, like it's always a good policy to not invest money that you can't lose. Right. You should only be investing money that you're willing to lose. And that's, I mean, I feel like that's a general rule of thumb. I mean, don't take it as financial advice, but it's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I've heard so many people say that. So I feel like this is just, you know, like uh, common law, (laughs) you know? Yeah, common law. (laughs) At this point. And uh, that's true. Well, yeah, it's been an exciting week, you know, in crypto blockchain space yet again. And yeah. we're probably going to have another exciting week next week, I'm sure. Even during bear markets, we'll have exciting weeks. And you'll definitely see episodes from us during our bear markets. So yeah, we'll be here if you stick around. And if you don't, yeah. we'll always be here whenever you come back. <laughs> exactly. Know, but 
now that you're ingratiated block explorers you know we'll hope you're you're in it to win it like we are <laughs> and uh yeah we'll see you next episode yes see you next episode take it easy block explorers